Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. Drew Garrison, Chad Penrod in the locker room bringing you your favorite uncut sports podcast. All of the latest in sports coming right at you with no filter by the fans for the fans. Let's start the show. What is uh what the fuck are you doing? Oh my god. Are you kidding me, dude? You're gonna start our show off like that? We haven't been here in how long? You're gonna play fucking Ohio Jesus. Christ. Shh. The best band in the land is playing. Can you not be so fucking... Can you shut the fuck up? Maybe. Maybe that. Good God. Welcome back football season, though, right? That's not how... We ain't been here in like a month. That's not how I wanted to start this shit back off. The best team in the land, the best team in the nation, plays tonight. They're going to kick off the season on a Thursday. That's right. Go Gophers. I cannot wait. It's going to be fun. Row the boat. Fucking, what's PJ Fleck? Row the boat. Harbaugh's Shot. still around? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, that is a little unfortunate. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want the motherfucker around either. Josh Control, OHIO, baby. Let's go. Game day. Who gives don't a row fuck? the boat. Well, here it goes. I row the boat, dude. <laughs> There's Jake. See, Jake's got my back on that. What's up, guys? It's been a long time. Ohio State kicking off the uh, their season today. I guess college football's technically started, but it was like, yeah. I think the first Big Ten game was Illinois and Nebraska. Who gives a shit? Yeah, some, some teams we do not give a shit about. But uh, C.J. Stroud gets to make his freshman debut today, and I think the dude is going to be uh, um, fantastic. I think he's going to have a great outing. I don't know if he's going to have a Justin Fields-type outing, but I think that uh, he's going to have a, a hell of a way to start off his college career. Here we go, Jake. Kicking off an OSU L. Let's go. You know that. You know that's like not even possible, <laughs> Jake. John. I.O. John. God damn. Well, I was talking to Nate Worley earlier. I don't know if he'll be tuned in or not, but I, this is really the first year that Ohio State has really any kind of question at quarterback, right? Like, I guess since that he's year. He's a five-star. I, I guess. Hurt, but you just don't know. Because it felt like JT Barrett was there for like eight years. And then yeah. I think. Haskins came in in that Michigan game when when Barrett hurt his knee, and then like you felt comfortable with him. He played a little bit more, I think. So, but you've never really seen this yeah. Stroud guy, right? Because I think it was a pretty legit competition all the way through camp, from what it sounds. They say like. he mimics a, a lot of his game is like Justin Fields. You know, I, I don't. That's hard, man. Justin Fields was a hell of a uh, college quarterback. Looks like he might be a decent pro. I never judge anything off the preseason, but he can't be worse than Andy Dalton, I can't imagine. Um, Look at this shit. God. Uh, I actually have a theory about that, Jake, and I've actually heard a couple people say this. Let's wait. Let's um, wait. Let's wait. Should I, I wait on that going. one? Okay. But look, Quinn Ewers bleaches his mullet. He's a bitch. Um, but before we get to that, so you think, do you, do you think Stroud's going to be as good as Fields? Or do you? Or, or I mean, do you, man, I don't know, man. It's Field, hard to tell because you haven't seen him play. Fields, Fields is good. It, my biggest knock on Fields was holding onto the ball too long. Yeah, for sure. Um, you can't. You, that'll never be able to happen in the NFL. Um, I don't know. That I mean, those are big shoes to fill. I mean, yeah. I mean, 
obviously. Justin Fields is a hell of a quarterback, college quarterback. I think he's going to be pretty good in the pros, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, let's be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Josh Collier makes a great point here, man. The weapons. Dude, he's got the top two receivers in the league. You know, yeah. Chris Olave and uh, um, Garrett, uh, Garrett Wilson. So, yeah, look at who Stroud's throwing to. And, I mean, yeah. that's true. He's got a, a, a full complement of weapons. I don't know what the running back situation is. I'm sure they've got great running backs. They always do. Um, Josh Cantrell, jealous of another guy's mullet, Drew Garrison. Grew up. Fucking never, dude. I will never bleach my fucking mullet. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want to hear none of that shit. I got something special for you in a minute, you bastard. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so can I make my point about Quinn? I'm sorry, yeah, go ahead. The Quinn Quinners, I don't think he will ever, ever play a single down at Ohio State. Hot take! I've heard several people say this, actually, and I'm here to say that I'm with that because I think Ohio State's just one of them places, man. You know, if if, uh, CJ's anything like uh, Fields, Fields, uh, you know, it's going to be hard to lose the job. I understand, and I understand uh, Quinn is the biggest thing since Trevor Lawrence, since Peyton Manning, you know, since Andrew Luck, those kind of guys. You're like, all right, I guarantee they're going to be good. You know who else was supposed to be good? Motherfucking uh, God, what was that guy's name? He sucked. He's still trying to play college ball like six years later. Tate Martell. Yeah. Well, I think he's a little, I think he's a little different. Um, I don't, I wouldn't even put Tate Martell up there with them other guys that I mentioned, but I would put Quinn out there. I just, I'm not sure that he sees the field at Ohio State. I mean, CJ's getting the first crack at it. He's a five star. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. If yeah. CJ is Fields, Quinn will be Burrow. Well, more, you didn't appreciate Joe Burrow. More like, more like Haskins. And I think it's going to be a Haskins and Burrow situation where did the Ohio State do right? I mean, Dwayne Haskins' numbers were definitely, uh, there you know you can't argue with the decision to stick with haskins that they made no not no because burrow's first year after he transferred wasn't really all that good he was all right the second year is when things kind of clicked and he had the perfect storm but Mm -hmm. i mean looking at what haskins did he set all kinds of big 10 records and shit it's hard to it's hard to fault urban meyer even though urban meyer if josh is still watching is a enormous piece of shit just a bad human but he made the right call at quarterback i think that uh yeah, but I don't think Quinn sees a snap at Ohio State. I don't know if it'll be another Joe Burrow situation. I mean, let's not compare Quinn Ewers to what Joe Burrow did in college. But what do you mean yet. by that, Jake? Ohio State is I I don't I don't understand what you mean by that because Ohio State didn't fuck up there uh letting Burrow go. I you know, just because it was a Dwayne Haskins Burrow, they both were great. Yeah, I think they were just in a win-win situation there and Burrow broke you know a bone in his throwing hand right before that and that didn't help him get on the field either but so what what year is is stroud is he a sophomore in stroud redshirt stroud's a freshman any in stroud a true freshman yeah i think i think cj's a true freshman they let a great quarterback leave who has a heisman season and won a natty i get that but i don't think that it would have been the same at ohio state i mean does that happen without you know we'll say yeah, red, oh, red, red shirt, shirt freshman, freshman from yeah. Josh Collier. Okay, that makes so, sense. So, you know, this back to Jake talking about, you know, the Heisman season and all that. I mean, Dwayne still had, what, 4,500 yards, like 50 fucking touchdowns. I mean, he had a ridiculous uh, year. I mean, it's just – it's hard to say that. I know how good Joe Burrow was for the year at LSU, and there's no denying that. Um, I don't know. 
Here Jake's come, here Jake comes with that shit. Joe Burrow's got it. Hey man, I love Joe Burrow. We gotta chill, man. I've been saying that for a year. We gotta relax a little bit. But uh, realistically speaking, Minnesota's probably gonna win by ten, right? I got what's well, Ohio State by twenty-one. Where's it at? Is it in? Columbus it's in it's, no, it's it in Minnesota. It's in Minnesota. I think Ohio State is a thirteen-point favorite. I say they thirteen-point road favorite. Yeah, I say they. I say Ohio State by twenty-one. I mean, they'll probably win, and I, I didn't know. I figured probably more people would be headed up to the Ohio State game if it was in Columbus, so that makes sense. But you know you ain't going up there unless you fucking you get the old slapper in the arm there. We won't talk about that today. <laughs> get the old... So, yeah, Ohio State's going to beat the shit out of them. What about your uh, – Pound you... the over, Josh says. Yeah, pro- Ohio oh, State's yeah. the over – champions you can always bet the over on them typically should we even get should we even talk about michigan because i know you're kind of over them aren't you this is where i stay well let me josh one more it's gonna be close to half as they get used to the new season and then a second half blowout eh, it's pretty reasonable i expect complete domination michigan one i mean i don't even know if we really got to talk about them man they're just they're just kind of another team now right well, I started some shit today because there's like an annual post I post whenever Ohio State has their first game about just how fucking shitty and terrible Ohio State fans are. They are the worst fans in sports. Um, you know those guys are still Bengals fans too. So, so now or you know Browns fans. Now you know my pain. Or Browns fans. They, they, yeah, it's but one you of aren't. The two. You aren't. You aren't. You don't live up in Cleveland. You live right here, home of the. Buffalo. You don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. Who said that? Somebody tell me in the comments. Um, but. Michigan, I don't expect shit. I'm not over them. I'm still going to watch them. It's still my team. I still love Michigan football, but I just I, – I don't expect anything from them. You shouldn't. Because I don't believe – I don't believe in Jim Harbaugh one bit. Any, I mean, he got a fucking contract. He got a goddamn contract extension. I just don't know if you should believe in the team. I mean, they're the ones keeping him around. Yeah, I mean, the well, team, the coach, the fucking what is it? What do they the call the front office? Well, college football—it's all about the boosters. The boosters need to stop giving them their fucking money. When the boosters stop giving them their money, they don't keep the coach anymore. That's when it happens. Now we went through a couple years where it was like, okay, this sucks, but who are you going to get that's better than Harbaugh? But at this point, just try it. Find a young guy that that yeah. maybe. You know, could be an upstart guy. Your next uh, Matt Campbell from Iowa State. Yeah, why not? Call he, that motherfucker. His name's been thrown around for like five years from from big colleges to, to pros to pro jobs. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't understand. Like maybe he's wanting to stay where he's at. I don't, I don't get it. So, I mean, I'm gonna watch him. I'm gonna hope they win every game. But I have zero expectation other than maybe fighting for third, fourth in the Big Ten East. I mean, I, realistically, I, I like. JJ McCarthy, but he's probably not, you know, gonna play. Um, coming out, he's a, he's the true freshman. They're probably gonna run with the dude with the frosted tips um, from last year because he showed fight. But I don't know, man. I last year was so bad. The COVID shit. They were two. They they won two games. They lost to Michigan State, who's like at the fucking bottom with a brand new coach after all the trouble they got, and they lost to them at fucking home. I think they fin- they finished without a home win last year, and. People can say what they want about the COVID season, this, that, and the other. It doesn't matter. It shouldn't fucking happen. You can say they ran from Ohio State at the end of the year. I guess we'll never know. You can say Ohio State ran from Illinois because they had a COVID issue. But 
I don't know, man. Yeah, nobody wants to talk about Michigan. I but my my point today, and Jake says up here, Drew got bashed on the timeline today. Oh, he said White's correct, and then he said Drew got bashed on the timeline today, dude. My Twitter is still going ape shit right now because of this. Po- I, I just simply tweeted that Ohio State fans are the worst fans in sports. I started losing. And the same fans went at you because they're Bengals fans. <laughs> I, I mean, it is kind of. Yeah, I, I know where you're going. I know where you're going with that. Yeah, I know where you're going with that. We're not going there. So I, I don't, I don't expect anything. I hope they win every game. I hope they can kick the shit out of Ohio State. I hope they can sneak past Ohio State by a touchdown, by by a field goal, by a point. I don't care, but I so, don't expect so shit. Back to the to the good team, Ohio State. My predictions: Ohio State by 21. What do you say? I think yeah, Ohio State by 24 is probably 24. my realistic prediction. But if on the small chance that that P.J. Fleck and the Golden Domers – well, the Golden Domers are Notre, Notre Dame. I shouldn't say that. The Golden Gophers pull out an upset. You motherfuckers are not going to be able to deal with me. I lost Twitter followers today from the, the one tweet. It'll be a lot worse. Don't, don't fuck up. It ain't going to happen. Don't fuck it up. It ain't going to happen. Because I'm, I'm on your ass. Well, pe- what people really like to hear you talk about, because you're part of the Cincy Jungle now, they want to know your take on these cuts. So – um, as of what Tuesday, it's Thursday, yes. so two days ago, the final NFL rosters had to be cut down to 53, um, 53 uh, rosters of 53, and then you've got 16 uh, practice squad players. So, in your opinion, the Bengals trade Billy Price, they cut uh, Michael Johnson, um, Michael Jordan. I'm sorry, Michael Michael Jordan. They cut Thad Moss and they cut Mike Daniels. Your take? Well, Thad Moss is back on the practice squad. Um, that's pretty predictable. I think that you know we all like Thad Moss. We all like what he did with Burrow. We're kind of hoping maybe some of that can be sort of recreated. But the fact of the matter, he's not that good of a football player. He's not. Um, so I kind of expected that. I wouldn't have been mad if he stayed on over Mitchell Wilcox. Because, well, he's back on as the uh, practice squad. Correct? Yeah. So, I mean, he's there. Um, the, the cuts, the Mike Daniels thing hurt me. He agreed to go to a steak dinner with me at Jeff Ruby's on Twitter. I don't know if you saw that. But. So what came about that? Why is he no longer on the team? What, what is the, what was the final? I think it's just a, a defensive tackle depth thing. I, they, they've got Ogan Joby there. Um, they've got DJ reader, obviously. Um, I think they're higher on some of the younger guys that they have in there. I, I don't know. How much I, was he? You, you, he mean, didn't have a huge ca- cap hit. He, he was only on a one year deal. I think from what I've been reading and you guys can trust me now. Cause he said, I'm writing for Cincy jungle. I get paid for that, dude. I'm a paid fucking journalist. You guys respect me. I'm just kidding. I'm just a regular dude. But from what I've been reading from all this, the, the people that I follow and talk to, there is a good chance that Daniels ends up back on the roster when there's some more IR designations because like with Osai, they designated him to IR before final rosters were due. So he's out for the season, but guys that are put on IR after with Mm -hmm. the new IR to return rule can come back after three weeks. And that's a rule that it should have been that way anyway. Yeah. So that's a few things COVID helped was like the whole IR thing. Like instead of six weeks, it's three weeks. Like, and you can have more people on that now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That that was one of the plus that uh, came out of there. Uh, did did the Bing? Well, obviously, I think he did. The defensive end Hodge. He had a really good preseason. He made it. Yeah. Um, 
Darius Hodge. Yeah, I, I felt like he had an impact in preseason, and I'm a guy that don't take shit from preseason. Um, the 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 one guy out of Texas, unfortunately, season ending surgery. And he was looking damn good that yeah. for that first game. It was one game. But. Yeah. So now you're pretty much putting all your eggs in a basket, hoping that you know Trey uh, Hendrickson and and uh, uh, Hubbard and Hubbard hold down the the defensive end spots here. And that's kind of what Jake says in regards to Mike Daniels. We needed more pass rushers. So he's were you guys surprised at all that they only how many how so how many linemen did they keep? So I know you got Jonah, you got Riley Reef, you, you got, got the four guards, Jonah Hopkins, you got Jonah Reef Hopkins. Um, Xavier Suofilo and then Trey Hendrickson or Trey Hopkins. I'm sorry. So that's the starting five. And then you got Jackson Carmen as a backup guard. You got Quentin Spain as a backup guard. You've got your backup um, center is going to be Trey Hill. And then they've got a couple swing tackles, but I know that Adenogy's hurt for a while. So they're, they're going to be the tackle is where I'm a little bit concerned with their depth. I think any of the other two depth guys can kind of step in and be all right. Carmen's that's yet to be seen though. Cause he, he didn't look great in the preseason. How the wide receiver, what does the wide receiver room look like? I know you got chase, you got, you got chase, Boyd, Boyd, Higgins, Higgins, Tate. Um, they kept Stanley Morgan. They kept, they cut Mike Thomas and then re-signed him today. So Mike Thomas is there. And then um, Trent Taylor and Trenton Irwin are both on practice squad. So here's where we here, kept Isaiah Prince and Fred Johnson as the tackle. He, that is cool. Here, here's where I look kind of down. And I'm trying not to be a homer when I say this. Is this these are just facts, in my opinion. As you guys know, I'm a Browns fan. And the Browns cut some of the most talented, not most, like some very talented players where I was like, oh, shit, so-and-so is going to get be, be picked up. So one of the moves I thought a team like either the Bengals or Jacksonville, um, he ended up going to the Lions, but the Bengals would have had priority over him is um, Kadero Hodge. Um, he was a big part of the Browns offense uh, last year, and any catch he made last year was a first down. Yeah. So, yeah, so he, he had, had one of the crazy stats, but I felt like Kadero Hodge could have stepped in and, and helped a team like Cincinnati and been that fourth uh, receiver. Um, also in, in a special teams ace. Auden Tate, dude. Um, he's better than Auden Tate. He shits on Auden Tate. Um, <laughs> and then when Jake brings up these pass rushers, I cannot believe I thought for sure the Bengals were going to put in a claim on Porter Gustin. He's on your fucking practice squad. And he made it all the way back to our practice squad. Um, he was the one, he was one of the ones I was shocked at the cut. Um, and I thought that. He was going to get picked up. I thought the Bengals would have been a good place for him, a good rotation. He's the one that fucking, fucking just annihilated Burrow on that Thursday night game yeah, and, and fumbled up. at like the two. Yeah, I don't want that motherfucker either. That's he, fucked uh, up. He, I mean, he just, even if he was just not, he wouldn't have started, but he would have been a great rotation piece there. Um, and, and I was, and I thought maybe they were just going to pick up some linemen, but what it shows me is they're okay going forward with the linemen that they have. And we've seen that before and see what it got us. Jake says, according to Zim, who's uh, Zim Hude on Twitter, he's a big Bengals guy. We kept Stanley Morgan because he's a star gunner on special teams. That is true. Yeah, but you special got two. Teams matters. You need two. Um, so that, that is why I, he got the nod over Mike Thomas initially, it sounds like. Um, but, I, I, I mean, the cuts were about as, ex is, as expected. I try to operate from the mindset of I know how the Bengals are. I know how it goes. 
So <laughs> we picked up Wyatt Ryan for Edward. Yeah, we signed two guys off the waiver wire that I'd never heard of. Um, but to me, it's never really a great sign. I mean, it happens, but to me, when you are picking up waiver wire guys and immediately being inserted into your 53, I mean, I know it happens, but I think they have to be, I think they have to, in order for you to be able to No, Well, I'm talking about, but you know, after that you can sign them to your practice squad. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? And there's so, still going to be a lot of And there and occasionally you are going to see you are going to see good guys get cut from teams that have good depth. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there yeah, is the exception, but kind of to what he was saying, I don't I don't even know those guys. Uh, another corner who I don't even remember. I I'm going to bring this up real quick. Are we going to talk about the mullets being put on the Ducks? Josh, if you're still watching, I'm going to get to that, I promise. Um So yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it's it's about like I expected. Um and I'm just kind of of the mindset of the team is what they are now. So let's just fucking hope for the best. What else am I going to do? I can bitch and moan about shit, but it's not going to change anything. No, that's at the point now, man. It's got to go. Jamar hey, we, got to fucking catch. we got a game next week. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Jamar Chase in the preseason. Like I said, I don't take shit from the preseason, but you can see things. Can the dude block? Can the dude tackle? Can the dude make a pass? If you look bad in preseason, you're going to look real bad in the regular season because these motherfuckers don't blitz or do nothing. Um, but Jamar Chase had six targets in preseason. He caught two and he dropped four. He only caught one. Was it one? So he only, he only caught the one. He had one catch screen? for sixteen yards. And it was a bubble screen. Yes. Now the first game, I give him a pass on two of the three because one was like behind him. I know you could probably get it. One was really across the middle, and I think he. I think I think the biggest thing with him is I think it's mental. Right now it is because and it's because it's in his head. Dropped a ball on a curl today. No defenders. He's trying so hard not to drop a ball that he's going to start dropping yeah, balls. It becomes mental. But I think that he was away for a year from real life. You can work out in the gym. You can run. You can do all that shit all you want for a year and stay in good shape. But you're not in football shape. Everybody knows that. And I think that his first action back from that year off is NFL action that he's not used to. Um, NFL contact that he's not used to, and I think he's I think he's a little scared. I think he's a little it, nervous. It does, I think he's going to be okay. I think it's going to take him a few weeks, though. It does seem like the guys that sat out, whether it was you're already in the league and you sat out because of COVID or you were in college and you sat out, those guys are struggling right now. Penny Sewell looks like dog shit. He looks like Bobby Hart. And that's, Jamar Chase don't look good either. No, but Neither that's one what I'm saying. That's, but, but that's what I'm saying because they're, they're, as soon as Jamar Chase started having drop issues – Instantly on Twitter is like, oh, see, they should they should have took they should have took Sewell they should have took Sewell. Nobody's talking about the fact that Penny Sewell looks like shit it's too. Because of what they should have done, it's the pick that they should have made. But if they would have like, picked Penny like Sewell, when the, everybody like, be shitting like, on him for picking uh, Penny Sewell and him sucking because they're ruining a generation. I don't talent. believe that. I don't believe that. I think the reason why they get so much shit is because look how their quarterback went out. I mean, the face of the franchise went out on a fucking cart with his leg hanging off of his body. But they'd say the same thing if it was if it was Sewell looking like shit. They would say, well, they still didn't do anything. Look at the fucking tackle they dropped. Yeah, but they would have said they made the right pick. Nobody's going to say that, dude. The Bengals I, are it, unfairly fucking hated on. No, that's... It, they are. That's just, for, that's, just where, that's just where we're at, but that, that's not true. I know me, personally, I'm never... I'm not saying Jamar Chase is bad, even with his fucking drop issue going on right now. He, he's... He's getting getting another receiver. Yeah, he's going to be fine. Getting a receiver is fine. I just don't feel like taking the receiver at five was the right pick. 
And then another thing you guys keep talking about, I keep, I can't help but see it on Twitter because follow so many, so many motherfuckers uh, retweet it saying that it's okay for Jamar Chase to be the third best receiver on the team this league. It's People not okay. are taking what I said about that out of context. But, but if that if, if you are a Bengals fan and you think Jamar Chase being the third best uh, wide receiver on the team this year is okay, you're out of your fucking mind. He was taken with the fifth overall pick. This guy should be the best receiver. And I, and they, I know they have two good receivers, and that's okay, but you took him at five to make an impact. You didn't take him at five to be your third best receiver. All I said was that if he is not the best receiver on the Bengals this year, it's not a big deal. He it does have deal. to be, he does have to become the best receiver on the Bengals. But looking at, I think the best receiver this year will probably be Tyler Boyd. I'm not even sure Jamar Chase is going to be second. But, and I expect a lot from T. Higgins too, but I I fully agree that a number five overall pick has to be your number one receiver in year two. All things considered, with mm-hmm. with the wide receiver room that they have, with him having a year off and all this shit, and Penny Sewell had the same thing, so he can have the same excuse or whatever you want to call it. It's okay this year, but if it's not, if he's if he's John Ross, you're fucked. Right. And John Ross was never even the fifth best receiver on the Bengals, but he has to emerge as that. But it, it is going to take him a few weeks to settle in. I disagree wholeheartedly. I, I think with him taking at five, he needs to come make an immediate impact. Look He's at, not going to look at Justin Jefferson taking in the 20s last year, past Adam Thielen as the best receiver. Uh, but that's one guy. It happens year in and year out. I mean, when you inserted when you inserted AJ Green, who you guys took at what third, fourth, fifth? Yeah, two thousand eleven. He immediately was the best best receiver on the team, and you guys th- then had studs with Chris Henry. With Chris TJ Henry was Sh- fucking dead by then, dude. Chris, Chris Hen- <laughs> he was no, dead. I'm, so, I'm thinking Ocho Cinco. You're right. You're right. Ocho was gone too. I know. I'm saying Ocho was better than Hushmanzada and Henry. I oh, was yeah, thinking yeah, AJ yeah, Green yeah. Uh, and not. Ocho Cinco. I didn't mean to say he was fucking dead. Rest in peace, Chris Henry. Sorry. But that. when you get a guy like a Julio, when you get a fucking AJ Green, when you get guys like that, they have to be the best player. You don't you don't draft and say, okay, we'll give you a year. No, you were taken at five to make an impact on this fucking team. No, I understand that. Even, and that, and that would that would go for Sewell too if if he would have been the pick. You don't. They're not going to pay you to fucking give up sacks all all year. The Browns took uh, uh, Jedrick Wills, I think, at eleven or twelve last year, and he made an immediate immediate impact. These guys are taking that high to make an impact. You're not you're not taking him at five to be the third best receiver. But I don't give at, him a I don't give him I don't give him a fucking year. He needs to come in and be that. But it's a catch twenty two. And Jake says my recent tweet. I just retweeted my Ohio State fans were the worst tweet and said that the mentions are proving my point because these people are fucking vicious. I just got to keep going back to the Bengals fans. But so. the Bengals were fucked either way, based on how things have played out. Because if Sewell looks like shit, they're gonna get shit on because they are the only team that can fuck up this generational talent. Chase is having problems. They're going to get shit on. Chase isn't the best receiver. They're going to get shit on. If Sewell wouldn't come in and been the best lineman, they're going to get shit on. It's just the way that it works. The Bengals just get shit on. Until you you win, they're going to get shit on. Because right now, it's a week before the regular season, and these are the conversations you're having. If a month from now, the Bengals are 4-0. The conversations we're having now are because he's actually dropping balls. If he's out there you know, making plays and he catches all six of those balls, and even if he's got... It don't matter. And Sewell still looks like shit. 
the Bengals are in a better situation. But there is just there is going to be unfair me- media hate on the Bengals always. Pull this fans. up, this very bottom. This one. is this uh, something is, this that is I accurate. wanted to make a point of. Absolutely. When you're playing that bad, when you're dropping that many balls, leave him in the fucking game. That is terrible by Zach Taylor. Absolutely terrible. 100%. He should have stayed in the game. Fuck yeah. He should have stayed he should in the have game been punished. He should have been punished yeah, don't, for dropping balls. when It's not like A.J. Green, who was great for 10 years, dropped a few balls in a preseason, couple preseason games, and you say it's all right. This this is a rookie who didn't play yeah, last year. Dropping he, balls he practice and everything. He needs. He says just give him live reps. He should have been getting more live yeah, reps. He yeah. should have played at least the first half this past Sunday. Absolutely. At least. Absolutely. And then when he dropped more, he should have had another quarter. Yeah, absolutely. That That, that, that is can, terrible by Zach. We can all agree Kevin's fancy a good coach, coach of the year, whatever. He said, if you guys come out, they were doing the uh, squat, the practice thing with the Giants. If any of you guys get in a fight, you're playing in preseason. Baker said he almost threw fists, whatever. But so there ended up being one fight, fight and it was uh, Shepard from the Giants and Troy Hill, who's our uh, big pickup from from the Rams, our nickel corner. And he made him play the whole fucking game for getting in a fight. Yeah, and I mean it's just discipline. It's holding your players accountable. It's what is that telling Jamar? What is that telling Jamar Chase? Him dropping balls and you still go line up there as the number one or number two receiver, and you're the first receiver out there on on you know on week one. I mean, and then you're in. And Jake just said he dropped a curl route today at practice. I mean, you're not teaching him anything. Like there's got to be some kind of punishment. Like, hey, this is why we brought you here. This is what you do. You catch balls, and you're not catching them. You need to be punished. And I, I understand and I agree with what you're saying, but not even from a punishment standpoint. Just be like, dude, you clearly need more live reps. Get your ass out there and catch balls yeah. from fucking Kyle Shermer if you have Brandon to. Brandon Allen, yeah, yeah, whatever. Pat Shermer's son was playing quarterback. For the I, I seen that. He didn't yeah. make it. He got cut. Um, real quick. All right. I know we we're going to talk about Cleveland. I want to get this to Josh for Josh because we were talking about this earlier. Two things for you, Josh Cantrell, because I don't think you were ever going to tune in unless I talked about this. Are we going to talk about the mullets being put on the ducks? So what happened was, I don't remember what day it was. This past week, you know I'm running for mayor. Yeah. No, you absolutely have to do that now. So I have the mullet. That's kind of been like a, a point of my campaign on my Facebook thing. So one night, the current mayor of Miamisburg, her name is Michelle Collins. She owns a real estate company actually right around the corner from my house here she uh big sign collins realty all that she had two ducks um for a uh, charity duck race which is coming to miamisburg i believe next weekend this weekend i'm not sure she had them in front of her office and somebody that we still don't know so uh, one of my supporters my campaign supporters has purchased mullet wigs <laughs> and went in the middle of the night and place these mullet wigs on top of the ducks at the current mayor's office. Uh, the current mayor did respond. She seemed to take it very well. Um, it was not as uh, combative as I maybe thought it would be, but I have supporters in the city of Miamisburg, Ohio, who went and put mullets on ducks in front of the mayor's office because I am going to be a mayor for the people. Now, I'm going to get this other thing out of the fucking way. Josh Cantrell and Adam Kerr found out I'm, I'm like you, right? I fucking hate mustard. Right? I, I, I fucking hate it. And we're, and we're the same in that. They found that out. Everybody knows how much I hate J.J. Watt. It's been very well documented how much I hate J.J. Watt. One night, Josh calls me. I'm talking to him, whatever. We hang up. We just bullshitted for a minute. And then I 
they, they finally say, dude, you got to go look at your porch before it blows away. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I walk out on the front porch of my home where I lay my head at night. I find a bottle of mustard on the steps with fucking this, dude. A giant J.J. Watt fucking cardboard cutout on my goddamn porch. It's brutal. Adam Kerr was in on this. Adam Kerr spent like $50 of his hard-earned money to put just to fuck with me to put this on my front porch of my house. Can you believe that shit? And Damn. I told them that he would Can't make an appearance. That's $50. It sat on my fucking couch, dude, for weeks because we haven't been back in here. You know, I got kid stuff going on. You've been working a lot. So we haven't. Been, this thing sat on my couch just fucking staring at me for weeks because I told him, I was like, all right, I'll bring it onto the show when we do it again. You can tell he wears Invisalign. This motherfucker. Oh, shit. That, that was good. <laughs> oh, my God. And we're back. Oh, I just fucked the whole show up. And we're oh back. Oh my god, what have I done? We're back. Drew had a had a, a rage moment there. <laughs> you son of a bitch. What do I do with the they, mouse? They just ruined the show. You Josh and Adam fucked the whole show up. You sons of bitches. Uh let's take take a look here uh, at the comments. Josh says no one's safe. I'm clearly not safe. And you have my address because you brought me chicken from the Wing King one time. Camera's all crooked and shit. Patrick Swikart thought it was funny. Uh, Josh says, TJ is coming. Don't you fucking dare. Oh, man, no. I'm yeah, moving. I'll help you burn that one. He's a stealer, man. We can't, we can't fuck around. I'm moving that. soon, and you motherfuckers will never find out where my new house is. Probably Thank you, baby. She said, JJ Watt fucked it up. Yeah, I didn't fuck it up. JJ fucked it up. Your wife's tuned in. She thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> she said, give him a moment. Yeah, I need a minute. Yeah, that right there is where we need a commercial break. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Like we need some sponsors. Because right there is when you like the screen black and something comes up. You can see the fucking random shit we got hanging up. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. So that happened. You sons of bitches. Um. Anybody that wants to sponsor this shit show, um, <laughs> send us a direct message. Fat Swagger's glad we're back in. We're glad we're back in too, man. It is hard when football season's not going on. We're football guys. We're, I mean, we're a we, primarily we, football yeah. show. We, we try and get into you know everything and basketball and 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 baseball and all that, but just nothing hits right. You know, what I mean, like football's home. <laughs> Brittany said we'll be back after this short message. Yeah, anybody want to sponsor this shit? Sponsored by Cincy Junk, dude. If they ever see this, they might fire me. Yeah, I just signed a contract last week. Gave them all my payroll information. <laughs> I told them yeah, about you it. You might before. get fired. I told them about it before. I said, "Hey, man, this is what we do, and I want you to know that because that's attached to my name before you guys hire me." But yeah, anybody want to sponsor this shit show? Just get in touch with us. Let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about another kind of shit show. Any of you guys watch Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley fight? What do you uh, guys think of that? Um, just my little two cents here. I actually do think Jake For Paul sure, won Pat. the fight. I had like six, two, five, three, or whatever. But yeah, I did. I think he exposed Jake a little bit because I'm not sure Jake's ready for much more than that. Um, Jake got tired real quick. Couldn't you know? He just the thing with Tyron is he wouldn't fucking throw his hands. He wouldn't yeah. throw his goddamn hand. He was just like, he would hit him with a good one and then just stop. So 
I don't know what it was about. I got to watch it for free. You watch? Well, I'm sorry. Two I bucks. Got to watch it for two bucks. You got to watch it for two hey, bucks. You need plugs on fights like that? Hit me up. Two bucks. Hey, dude, that stream was good too. It was good. This is illegal. We might go to prison for this, but it was HD. The audio was good. Yeah, it was, it's actually legal too. So, oh, it is. Yeah, it's not. Legal? It's not illegal. It wasn't illegal. It was oh, legal stream. Good, good. Uh, Josh said it was totally rigged. Um, I don't believe so. A lot of people say that when Jake wins. Uh, it did look like Willie put him back on the ropes, and it looked like he could have came forward and finished him, but he just didn't. Was it like was he paid not to? I mean, if you want to say something like that, then I guess I'm I'm on board with something like that. But as far as like, it, I don't know. Like, they, people want to say the Askren fight was rigged. I don't think it was. I don't think the Askren fight was rigged by any means. No, dude, all the mics are fucked up. I've ruined this whole. On I've ruined this whole fucking thing. Josh needs a Sunday ticket plug. I don't have a Sunday ticket plug, dude. I pay for Sunday ticket. I'm yep. a fucking sellout. I got five TVs on the wall, and that's I watch the one thing I pay for every year. Yeah, they for they. Sure. Direct TV and Direct TV, you're probably not going to sponsor after this, but your customer service is fucking dog Terrible. shit. If the, if somebody else got Sunday ticket, I would instantly go there, but they keep me because they have Sunday ticket. Um, so yeah, but the fight, I thought that that is the one that looks like maybe there was some fishy shit going on. Which one, the Woodley? The Woodley fight, yeah. Yeah, I just I just don't know if I mean I know Tyron can hit, but I don't know if uh. He's just a boxer. I mean, when he when he fights a boxer, I think you're going to see a completely different world. Yeah, he he hasn't fought a real boxer. You know, Woodley was a UFC guy. He's an MMA guy. He got into the ring. That that's the problem. But but he he looked like at times he gave him all he wanted, all all he could really handle. So does does Jake now take the next step? Right? Does right. he fight a legitimate boxer? Go fight that Fury guy, his fucking brother, whoever it is. Josh says he'll never fight a boxer and he may not, but my not. point that I made with this is everybody that really hates Jake Paul for this. And you're going to tune, in. tune in to watch him get knocked out. Well, not only that, but you might not like it. If you're like an old school boxing purist or whatever, he's the only person keeping boxing relevant. Who gives a shit about boxing? Anymore? No, what he's doing is putting on a show to to keep you guys entertained and keeping everybody talked about it, and that's exactly what happens. He's fighting forty year old. I mean, it's entertain it's entertainment, and one thing the Paul brothers do know how to do is is, is sell a fight. I mean, it's kind of like Logan and uh, Floyd when they went at it. I mean, yeah. that right there is just like all right. Logan got in the ring with Floyd, but Logan was also like triple Floyd size. It was going to be hard to knock Logan out. I mean, if he was, you know, if he could just uh, take a punch and don't get me, don't get us wrong. Floyd won the fight, but Logan lasted. Now you're going to buy his next fight. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's all it is, is Jake is going to keep fighting these fucking 50 year old, old fucking UFC fighters who really don't know how to box. And Logan's going to fight guys three times his size, you know, and, uh, that's just how that's just that they're going to keep you entertained. And a point I was getting ready to wait, make your, your wife brings up, Brittany says he's making money. And yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I don't think he gives a fuck. If you think he's fighting real, no, fighters. he just got fucking I don't $20 he, million dollars to go in there. And <laughs> I don't think he gives a fuck. If you respect him as a boxer, he's, he gives a fuck that the check clears when the thing's over with and he's, he's doing it yeah. and it's entertaining. The shit talking's fun. People tune in, dude. I, I have never, maybe once or twice in my adult life been like, I need to make sure I tune into that boxing match. Right. Tyson came back for sure. 
Yeah, but like, yeah. but like, you know, this past week, the su- stop putting them on Sundays though. That's what fucking. Yeah, sucks. yeah. Because I like to get like drunk and drink, and you know what I mean. I'd actually, I wouldn't have to buy get a stream. I'd pay this, you know, sixty dollars. Yeah, I'd pay the sixty bucks if it was on a Saturday. Yeah. The the Kardashians of combat sports, they're rich because of idiots like us. And there's a lot of idiots that watch. Yeah, dude, that that's what it is, and it works. If I could go talk a bunch of shit. And get fight. beat up? I'd fucking do that right now, dude. If, if I go talk a bunch of shit, fight Nate Robinson and make a bunch of money, I'd be on my way right now. Fuck yeah. I'm, I'd probably lose, but I'd go because the check's going to clear. So I, I just personally don't think he really gives a fuck. No, they don't. And I get it. Let's uh, let's talk about the, so la- the, let's talk about okay. the last thing in here, man. Week one is shit. It's, week one of the NFL season is a week from one tonight. One week from tonight. The yeah. Buccaneers and the Cowboys. We don't have to so much get into that game, but what do you? What are your? Uh, what's your expectations here? Like, how are you feeling going into Week One against Minnesota? Uh, the Bengals are probably going to go seventeen and zero, okay. just kind of based on what I've been seeing on the timeline. Right now, my my realistic expectation for Week One is, I am excited because I think just for having a, a first game at home is good. I'm not going to go. Um, not. Yeah. No, week one is just like we can't make any plans week one. We already know what the deal is, how we're doing it, what we're doing. Well, yeah, and it's not looking like my child is going to be home before then, so I can't be down at a football game anyway. But um, I just dropped my phone. I don't know where it went. The The exciting thing is I'm going to get to watch Joe Burrow come back in his first game with a full crowd. He's never played in a game with a full crowd. I think that'll be exciting. I think the energy will be high. It's week one. Shit hasn't gone bad yet. Um, so I think that's going to be really fun to see. My expectation legitimately is that that, that will be a good game. Um, I don't think that it's a blowout on either side. Um, I expect Burrow to look uncomfortable, though. I do, too. Because I don't think that he played enough in that preseason game. Let me talk about that real quick. Now that's brought up, and I'm going to talk about I, that. I kind of wanted to get to that. What is the fucking point of playing him? I don't give a that does that did absolutely nothing. You let him hand the ball off twice and you let him throw a fucking bubble screen. That I got dropped. I mean, dude, my phone is gone. I mean, what was the point of playing him? There is no point in playing him. Taylor's explanation was that he felt that it was important for him to get back out there. He could have um, got a better rep in practice. All the play with the crowd. In a game scenario, maybe get some of the butterflies out. I don't he's know. He's so but bad. I, if he said that, he's so bad. He's so like, don't get me uh, whatever we want to say about the Bengals. But and I've said this since the day he got hired. No, you didn't say the day he got hired. You said it after the first year. You said it was a good good idea when he got hired. But then the first year, no, happened. that's because he sniffed what's his face's ass. As you said it was a good signing. I, I did not. Bullshit. I did not. But but, but Zach you gotta, dude, you he would have. What was he? A fucking. Quarterback's, quarterback's coach. coach, but you said it was a it good. It doesn't idea. happen like that. And you, you said it was a good signing. I remember it because mm. I was like, "What the fuck?" Listen, dude, but he's, you he's also in have over to look, his head. You have I've to, said that from the beginning. You have to look at what we were. We were getting rid of Marvin Lewis. Anybody was okay at that point. Yeah, I guess when you do have a coach that's been there sixteen years, it's just some of the things he does, and he can be there for just sixteen not years. A, he's good. just not a good coach. He, I don't he, think he is either. I, when you you tweeted this, and I've been saying it for what two years now, Brian Dayball. Brand yes. come on. Yes. Look what he did. I mean, Josh Allen after his first season, you didn't know what you were going to get. Now look at Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. He motherfucker looks like an MVP candidate. And he looks like it. I mean, based off of a preseason. I mean, he his arms as big as it's ever been. I mean, he's 
I don't have. He's the phone. real deal, and that's all because Brian Dayball. I don't have my phone anymore. It's gone. It's in this chair somewhere. Fuck it, we'll get it. You're, we'll but it. I want to point out you married well. The Steelers started it. Go Browns. You've trained her well. Whatever it was, they definitely started it. I don't know what she's, she's talking, talking about, about. The Miles Garrett Mason Rudolph fight. When mm. you remember the shirt Freddie Kitchens wore, Freddie bathrooms. Yeah. Said Pittsburgh started it. Yeah, Zach Taylor's. I don't think he's a good coach. Um, no, he's not. I have to hope for the best for him. I'm not going to shit on him um, until he deserves to be shat upon. Um, I mean, what was it? Uh, year one, he couldn't even win an away game. Yeah, and I, and it went well into the second season. There were reasons that I gave him the benefit of the doubt for the so first year. So many good coaches out there, man, but, that would be willing to come. Help a team with Joe Burrow. I We're mean, lucky that Brian Dable's even there now because he should have been hired this last cycle. Absolutely. So or, don't or miss Eric on that Bien-Ami. twice. Yeah. Or be enemy. I, I just I, I'm with you. If I, they won't I, come, I think there, Dayball's the best one. If Dayball and Bienemy won't come for whatever reason, because we know the Bengals have the reputation they will. that the, the Bengals have, and Burrow's there. Though the money doesn't always talk in Cincinnati. Sometimes it whispers. It but if they mouth. don't, if you can't get those two guys, and now I need to say. If Zach Taylor has a great year, things go good. Maybe he proves us wrong, whatever. But let's say that they don't. If Dable and Eric Ben, fuck you, man. All right. I'm sick of it. Six wins. That's probably enough to keep him sad. I know. That's sadly. But if you're looking for a new coach, Dable won't come. The enemy won't come for whatever reason. At this point, maybe see if Joe Brady can bring the magic back, right? Why not? Who else are you going to go with then? Yeah, I mean, I, I was I, I'm not get one of these top guys sold. while I could. But, yeah, I, I think Brian Dable was my guy last year. I was, I was banging the table for Brian Dable probably after about week seven last year. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, oh, God, baby mama. Poor Joe Tooney is a victim of money not talking. And that is true because I showed you guys proof that Joe Tooney wanted to be a Bengal. Yep. And the money wasn't there. Good call. So, my last, my last take here. On we, got to, we haven't even talked about the Browns, man. Talk about your team. Week one, it's a watch. Watch no see, I tell you, I'm, call, I'm calling the upset now. Week one, the Browns beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead. No Brady, you'll be in year three of Burrow. You need a winner right away. I guess that makes sense. She works for Tooney's dad. She can confirm all my sources, dude. It's all coming full circle. <laughs> Hear me? What? Week one, Browns beat the Chiefs. By three at Arrowhead. They beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead by three. That's what yeah. you say. I don't Setting say the that. the tone for the season. I think the Browns lose a close one week the only, one because you know, you know it's what in scare, You know what scares me is Patrick Mahomes is like 32 touchdowns, zero interceptions in September. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. His, his stats in September are ridiculous. But I think it's a good the Brown, the Browns are gonna The Browns are going to take this game a lot more serious than the Chiefs. They got a little Brown, revenge game yep. type thing coming from yep. the playoff loss. I, I, I think, and I think they pull it off. I just... I don't know. Defense is a lot better. The offense is going to be better. And, you know, in, in, in year two of the system, uh, as far as the cuts go, Kadero Hodge hurt, Porter Gustin hurt, but we got Porter Gustin back. Um, remember the name Malik McDowell from Michigan State, 58 defensive tackle. Just keep an eye on him. Hey, something good came out of Michigan, though. Chris Evans is going to be fucking good. He's going to replace Gio Bernard this year. Yeah, he has looked good. Not, yeah. Not to. Interject. You can talk. Yeah, we haven't talked no, about the Browns a lot. No, 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 get you, get not, you guys some camera time. Hey, we're we're. This is how we like it. We don't like to be talked about. Let's keep our head down and go work and take out Chiefs Week One, and from there we'll we'll put the you know the uh, the rest of the league on notice. I ba- think that's what happens because then Week Two we got Houston. That ba- should be a win. Baker get his dick sucked behind Cheesecake Factory recently. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, right after that happens, when he took off, everybody starts saying he's getting a little, little mouth play behind the cheesecake factory. He started balling. Um, with the Browns, though, I want to see how it goes with Odell because right now Baker Mayfield is a better quarterback without Odell Beckham on the field. I think yeah. that's pretty apparent to everybody. If that continues, and well, then he's, he's struggling, gone. and he's Baker's forcing the ball to him or whatever because you know Odell can be a little out there if he's not getting the ball enough. Do they move him at the deadline? Oh yeah, especially with the emergence of Donovan People Jones. Who uh, he come from? stole in the sixth. Yeah, I was going to say. You stole him because Shea Patterson's a fucking hey, loser. Hey, that sounds like a Michigan problem to us, but this dude looks incredible. Shea Patterson's in the CFL, dude. I watched him the other day on TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, either way, with the emergence and, with the emergence of Donovan People-Jones and them having to play Baker and you know possibly Wyatt Teller and, and a few others, one of those, Juice or, or OBJ, might be gone, and it's going to mainly be because uh, Donovan People-Jones. It can't be Juice, man. I, no, I, 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 really I, I like, can't. Jarvis Landry's my favorite Brown. The Browns uh, fans are getting to me to where I'm starting to kind of be the same with you as, as the Bengals fans, and you're kind of part of that because you won't leave us the fuck alone. That's because you guys are terrible, man. Josh Collier can tell you how bad it is on Twitter. Josh Collier's a fucking troll. We don't want to hear nothing from him. I'm about to block his comments. Where is it? Can I block? I don't know. But I love Jarvis Landry. He he's definitely shouldn't go. He's your... Yeah, he kind of changed the culture. It's contagious. Yeah. <laughs> that whole speech on hard knocks. If your fucking leg's broke, you better be at practice. <laughs> Then they had the dude with two boots on running yeah. routes and shit. But we we just don't like to be talked about anymore. So we just wanna we just wanna get to Kansas City and see how it goes. We'll see how good we are. I was watching that game against Atlanta the other night though. They cut to Stefanski. He's got that that like salt and pepper going on. He's like a fuck dude. I bet the housewives in Cleveland are drinking their white mm-hmm. wine and blushing when they show that. See, dude. and then he's got that a, whole and city. A, that, and that's the thing. I don't come in and talk about preseason, but uh, look at that. I mean, Josh admitted to me the other night the Bengals aren't bad. Josh, Josh has come around a little bit, but he just he just they aren't bad, but they're bad enough they're going to lose fucking eleven games and win six. That's just what it is. All right, if they're winning six, two of those are against Cleveland. No, not (laughs) in our league yet. So with the NFL season, are we going to be back in here more? You think? I think so. I mean, I mean, we'll see about you know next week, and you know just because we're talking about it this week, but definitely from there on after, we're going to have to get back. of shit to talk and i can't wait because yeah might have to wait till right after the game you know nothing's just nothing's as good when football yeah football football gives us all the reason to get back in here and talk and not only that it's just the world is better when football is happening yes that's that's all it is no matter what else is going on in the world football kind of takes you away from it at least for on sundays yeah sundays not through the week because everybody's like oh this guy has a vaccine this guy doesn't shut the fuck up right we don't care I'd be pissed if they were like some fucking random douchebag on Twitter, like me, who's nobody, tweeting about fucking Joe Burrow's vaccination status. I'd be pissed if I was him. Like, dude, that's not your fucking business. Yeah, we got a we got a fantasy draft here in about a half hour. Yeah, we got to prep it up. We got fantasy draft tonight. I'm gonna watch the Golden Gophers Buckeyes play Buckeyes. The Golden Gophers are gonna upset that. The Bucks. We do this together. We make decisions about this together. If Ohio State loses somehow, I'm going live again. Okay. From the basement. I'll go myself. I'll go live with you yeah, in a pull you in face full link. of misery. And um Pickham's coming back. I'm getting the link set up. Everybody knows I got shit going on in my life. I've been busy. I'm gonna have our Pickham ready. We are sticking with Run Your Pool. The response from the people that we have asked that did it was they wanted to stick with Run Your Pool because it has the mobile app. This other thing kind of like wanted to sponsor us and shit that, that I was talking to, which that's cool. Well, that sounds super cool. No, app. but the guy was a dick. They're out. I don't know if I told you this or not. What? They're fucking out. 
What do you do? Because I, I, the guy was like emailing me. I was like, hey, dude, let's call, let, call me. We'll talk about it. And he's like, oh, you know, we'll let you do it for free. You give us shout outs. We'll give you a promo code. You can run other shit, get people money off. I'm like, yeah, cool. Well, I emailed him back and said, hey, man, I asked the people that participate because we are by the fans for the fans, as we will always say. You guys, the, the, the overwhelming response was they would like to have the mobile app. So we're going to stick with run your pool. I said, hey, we're going to have to keep a percentage of the pot to pay for the operating costs. Everybody said, cool. So I emailed the dude. I'm like, hey, man, I talked to you know our listeners and our people that participate. They'd rather stick with the site that has a mobile app because they're going to have this thing's called play action pools. They're going to have a mobile app next year. But everybody said they want to stick with the app this year. I said, cool. So I emailed him and said, hey, man, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. I appreciate your interest. We're going to stick with what we got. And maybe next year when your app is up and running, we can look into it. I was like, you know, professional, nice about it. He replied to my email and said, all right. <laughs> that was it. That's all he said was all right. Like, you're now you're fucking out forever. Because yeah. I just feel like, don't be a dick. Be like, hey, man. That's cool. I've been in sales forever. You know how it is. Hey, yo, you're not ready. Okay, that's cool. If you change your mind, come talk to me. If you need anything, come talk to me. This guy's just like, all right. So fuck that guy. Fuck him. I think I did forget to tell you that. Yeah, fuck that guy. We're not using them either. So I will have that up and running. I'll get emails out. Um, we got the long weekend coming up. I'll have a little bit more free time. I will uh, get that up and set up. It's going to cost 100, 150 bucks to run it. Uh, we're going to keep a percentage for the operating costs. I'm sure you guys understand. I ate like $100 off that last year. I just paid it. But I got to get that money back. I got baby. Got, we got kids to yeah. feed out here. so I, we Baby gotta, clothes and baby food to buy now. Yeah, we got to keep that shit. Um, and, but we will have that up and running. I'll get emails out. There'll be posts on all of our social media accounts um, that you can find everywhere. We will have that up and running before the Thursday night game next week. I'll try to, I'm going to try to have it done by Monday. So everybody has a chance to get in, get their shit set up. Um, we will go from there. That was fun. We paid out. I don't remember the, I don't remember the exact number. It was over seven grand last year. Yeah. Um, reminder, if you're cash app and Venmo me, don't put any comments in there so they don't flag my shit and shut me down. Um, football's back. We're back. Fuck JJ Watt. Fuck TJ Watt. Fuck mustard. <laughs> fuck mustard. And fuck Ohio State. Go Gophers. Nah, go Bucks. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.